everyone, welcome to another episode of I Hope I Get It. I'm Taryn Stain, and today I'm joined by someone I've actually known for a really long time. Um, her name is Lizzie Boccari. I have to say it with the Italian accent. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie is a, uh, is a New York City and LA, or she was a New York City and LA based musical theatre actress. She has literally toured, I think, the length and breadth of the United States in various productions, including Chicago, Cabaret, Beauty and the Beast. I know there was Hairspray. I even think she did The Little Mermaid in Alaska. Am I correct? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, Lizzie and I met when she was a main stage performer on with Disney Cruise Line, and she played Yzma, and her mm -hmm. Yzma lives rent-free in my head. It was so divine <laughs> watching her be Yzma. Um, Lizzie currently lives in Charleston, South Carolina, where she bakes the most beautiful cakes, plays with flowers, and she cannot wait to get back on stage once it's safe to do so. So please, will you welcome my very good friend, Lizzie? Hello! Hello! Yay. I'm so Aww. glad you're joining me. How are you, pal? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? I'm very, very, very good. So before we get going with anything, tell me about your new life in South Carolina. Are you performing? Are you auditioning there? What is happening? Sure. Well, it's been such a weird time because I moved here in December of 2019 and oh, okay. got a job doing floral design, booked a show, and then COVID hit. So mm -hmm. all a lot of things changed, but I will, the theater I'm going to work with I believe will be opening up in the fall. So hopefully that'll happen, but yeah. <laughs> That's so exciting. Um, what are you going to be doing for them? Are you going to be performing or are you doing some other creative thing? Hopefully performing. I was supposed to do Bright Star, the show Bright Star with them. And okay. I don't know. I don't know if they're still doing that, but I know they're doing Kinky Boots. So I'm hoping <gasps> to be able to get on, on that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> How exciting. So fun. Yeah, so fun. <laughs> now, I know that you, when you left... When you graduated from college, you moved to New York. Yes. And you I hit did. the ground running with the auditions. I did. I moved. It was crazy, actually. I graduated December. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to date myself, but <laughs> December 2010. And I moved to New York literally on New Year's Eve. Like, my mom came with me to help. And literally, we got, we our flight got in, and we went to Times Square, like, just after the ball dropped. So it was like, whoa, here's my new life. <laughs> That's yeah. so great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know after, oh, after, I mean, how long were you in New York before you moved to LA? I was in New York, let's see, I think I moved June of 2016 to LA. So I was there, what was that, like five and a half, uh, yeah. almost, something like that? Yeah. And mm -hmm. when you got to LA, so talk to us about the difference between, and maybe there is no difference, between auditioning mm -hmm. in New York and auditioning in LA, for theater specifically. Yeah, okay, that's actually a really good question. Um, so New York, there's just generally, there's a lot more happening with mm -hmm. COVID. I think things are going to go a little bit more virtual, but my experience in New York is like, sometimes I would have like five auditions I'd try to get seen at in a day, like during high audition season. In LA, it's much more spread out. There are some really great companies to work for, but mm -hmm. it's definitely more of a TV film town than yeah. I would say musical theater. Um, but there's still like, I had so much fun that, and the community is smaller 
So taking dance classes and just in the audition scene, you like connect with people in a different way than in New York. There's so many people in and out of the city all the time. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you were in LA, were you doing um, film and TV castings or were you just focusing on the theater? No, I was definitely more just focusing on the theater world. Yeah. <laughs> did you prefer the theater lifestyle in LA or in New York? Which did you prefer? Ooh, that's a tough question. I think I love both for different reasons. I feel yeah. like, yeah, I, I really loved the people in LA. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like we ha I had some really awesome, just the community was really nice. Like, you always saw the same people, like, all the time. In New York, it was kind of the same thing, but just on a bigger scale, I think. But yeah. I like both. I like both. The grind in New York is, like, like one of a kind you know so yes, definitely <laughs> yeah um, now I know it was while you were in New York that you auditioned for Disney Cruise Line yes I did so yeah. tell me about your Disney Cruise Line audition mm -hmm. experience sure okay so actually it's kind of a funny story when I first moved to New York I believe there was a DCL like character call and I didn't know the difference, but it was literally the second audition I went to in New York, like after I moved. And I went, it, it was, I didn't know the difference between character call and like the singer calls and what that meant, main stage versus character. Right. So okay. yeah. that, one, that one was more, it was like, we did like a movement call and dancing. And then they like, I made it through all the cuts and like had my picture taken and filled out the like yellow paper. Yes. But then... I ended up not getting a call to do that. And I was like, oh, I guess I won't audition for them for a while, which whatever, always keep auditioning. But yeah. I waited like a good, I would say three or four years before I auditioned for them again. And I went to, it was, I think like the villain call. Okay. Um, it was just an open call. And then, yeah, I went in, I sang my 16 bars and she asked me to like do the Cruella sides, like to prepare them for like, I don't know I think she gave me like an hour to prepare those so I came in did those it went well and then she asked me to come back I want to say like the next week or a couple days later and mm -hmm. I had to do a bunch of the princess sides I okay. did the Cruella sides they had me do like a short movement call and mm -hmm. then I actually they asked me if I knew who Yzma was <laughs> and I, I actually had never seen the Emperor's New Groove <laughs> like didn't I actually didn't know who it was and they're like can you do you want to just like go in the hallway and like Eartha Kitt is who voiced this character yes. just like go in the hall listen to the voice it's kind of similar to Cruella <laughs> and they so I did that I went in the hall and I just kind of listened to some Yzma stuff like on YouTube or something and I came yeah. in and did the side and I was like I really don't know how that went <laughs> you know so yeah, and then I ended up getting it as Yzma, which shocked me because mm. I truly, I had never seen the movie. So I didn't, yeah. it was kind of just like that quick five minutes of <laughs> YouTube research in yeah. the hallway. But it was uh, crazy. The thing about, um, about auditioning for Disney Cruise Line anyway, because um, I've spoken to, obviously, to Teeny and I've spoken to Caitlin yeah. Parrish. And the thing yeah. is that Disney is so... Um, you you actually are not auditioning for one specific thing mm -hmm. because yes you played Yzma in the one show but you were like Princess Jasmine in the other do you know what I mean or Aurora yeah. in the other so it's not yeah. it's certainly not a um a one track audition that you're going for they're not they're not casting you yeah. 
because they need a Cinderella. They need someone who can play Cinderella and Rapunzel and, and, and. Yes. So, yes. It's very, it's very layered. And I feel like the casting must just be such a puzzle to put together because yeah, yeah it's, you definitely, I think that with Disney Cruise Line specifically, they really look for people that can, that are multifaceted and yes. Yeah, can play a wide range of things because mm -hmm. because the contracts are so long and people inevitably mm -hmm. get sick or you know whatever happens like the, the being an understudy is truly like a big part of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Um, and and then again, the difference between the character audition and the sing audition is that the character that is also super specific to because you will only actually be that character. With you know, characters. yeah, like face wise, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, so it's again, it's not like, oh, I'm going to audition to be Belle, you know, because right. Belle is also playing some another character, right? Exactly, yeah, so, yeah which so like I said, very layered, fun. yeah, which as an actor is super fun because it mm -hmm. gets you to stretch different muscles, and yeah, yeah. And I mean, Disney music is so fun to sing, so <laughs> it's so fun. I was yeah. telling Caitlin that I um, I auditioned for Disney for to a, a, to be a parade performer, and I think this was when oh. Shanghai was just opening, Ooh, and yeah. um, there was the the brief was very generic, you know, like yeah, come and prepare this, and you know, we got in there and we learned the choreography, and um, yeah. they weren't doing any singing calls; it was just a choreography call. So okay, we yeah. went in, did the choreography, and you kind of dance how, you know, how you don't, because you, you don't think I have to be su this character or that character. Right. So a couple of times we yeah. did it and then they said, okay, now for the ending, end the dance, how you think a certain Disney character would end. And I remember there was a girl there auditioning for Tinkerbell and she kind of ended standing in the same way Tinkerbell would. You could see who was yeah. thinking of a princess, who was thinking totally. of Peter Pan. So, and then yeah. I think from there, they were like, okay, you know, I, they were obviously looking for Cinderella's mostly. Oh, um, okay. So the, you could see the girls who had ended, you know, with their hands kind of clasped together, classic princess style, oh, a little bevel. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that for me uh -huh. was interesting how you didn't know what you were going for. Um, yeah. And then and at so, the end. The, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> With character stuff, I think so much of it is height, from what I understand, yes. is like height yes. because of the costuming. Mm -hmm. I mean, the costumes are so expensive that they don't often redo them, I don't think. I think that's just me guessing, but yeah, it's very height specific. Well, and, you know, character integrity with the Disney characters, I think. Right. You know, I think that's a big, big part of it. So it's just very interesting. It's very interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, so you, you get the contract to go work on a cruise yeah. ship, and prior to that, you had obviously done regional theater. Mm -hmm. so yes. Yeah. What was the big difference? I mean, of course, there are things like you're stuck on one, on one vessel for you know six months at a time. Yeah. The same people that you work with are the same people that you socialize with. Are the same people that you live with, live next door to. So it's just the same people all the time. Um, yeah. And how was that yeah. for you compared to going into a, a, a town and doing a show, leaving that town and going to the next town? Totally. I think, I mean, no matter what cast you're a part of, you really become like a family, Yes. you know, like in every 
way you would think of a family. But I think with the Disney, it, because it's a longer contract, mm -hmm. you just, I mean, it's just like a different, it's a different vibe and you connect in a different way than like a lot of the regional contracts I've done have been like a few months rather than like that. I think that contract was for with Disney was like nine months. Nine months. Yeah. So, and like you said, you're, you're with everybody like all the time. And like on the ship, you know, we had the safety drills to do. So you just kind of yes. like you really are, you really get to know each other, like in a much more intimate yes. way. And yeah, I think that's the biggest difference is just like, because it's longer and you're with each other mm -hmm. like 24 seven, almost like, yeah, I think that's the biggest difference, but yeah, either way. So fun. <laughs> Cause like you said, you, you, you know, you become a family and I think the same, if you're on the yeah. road with this show, even if it's for three months, you are a family, but Again, like you said, you are stuck with those people if when you do a ship contract. Because if I'm yeah. if I'm in a town, there's the option of you know visiting the neighboring town on a day off or going out yeah. and having to have dinner with the same group of people every day. So yes, that's, that's so. So there's, there's so a chance true. to kind of catch your breath and separate, you know, compartmentalize yeah. yourself. 100%. And I think there's something to be said too, I think about working for a company like Disney, there's kind of just this mutual respect within the cast of like, mm -hmm. well, we're working for this, we're working for this big thing, you know, yes. so I think that yeah. was part of it. And just the adventure aspect, because like, you know, I'm sure your other guests talked about how we rehearsed in Toronto for two months. Yes. And like, most of us were not from Toronto or had been in Canada before. So like that, you just, you go on fun little trips, like in Toronto. And there's just like a, it's such a big adventure, I think, compared to like, you know, some of the regional theaters I've worked at are like these tiny towns, Yeah, you know, which is great too, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what was, I know Disney, you said when you auditioned the first time for Disney, that was your second audition when you arrived in New York. What was your very first audition? Ooh. Oh, I remember it so clearly. <laughs> it was funny, Disney called us all. It was for the tour, national tour of Beauty and the Beast. And okay. it was cast by Bob Klein. Okay. And I mean, my friend and I, I luckily had like an audition friend to go to it with, but the audition start time was like 10 o'clock. And I think in the breakdown, it said um, sign up was at nine. So we like naively got there, I think at like, maybe close to nine. And oh my goodness, we were like number and this was 2011. So that there's a lot more people, at least there were more people in New York when I left, but we were like number 273 or something. So we were like, oh, we should have been here at like 6am to get a better number. So that was, yeah, that was my first audition was for Beauty and the Beast, the national tour. <laughs> and what did you have to do in that audition? That one, I believe, I think they cut it because there were so many people. I believe I sang eight bars of music and okay. it was just in, it was literally like in and out. But I, what was kind of cool is I sang, what did I sing? Perfect relationship. I like remember it. I remember what I wore too. But um, <laughs> Bob Klein came out of the, after I left the room, he came out and he gave me some advice. He was like, next time you sing that, like that's a really good song choice for you. But next time just like, breathe and take it a little slower and I was like wow like you know because this is my first audition I was like whoa like the casting director like talked to me you know so yeah, yeah I remember I remember it like very distinctly <laughs> which I was love cool. that um tell me what has been 
because so I know you've done a lot of auditions, um, yeah. obviously everywhere. What has been for you the best audition that you've ever had? You know, I, I mean, I don't care if you got the job or not, but just you went yeah. in there and you just felt so good. Like your, your song was good. The, the dance part was good. Everything yeah. was so good. Okay, let me think for a second. I think, ooh, that's like tricky. I'm like, probably, ooh, I might, I might need a second to think about that. Uh, I just like, I think the one that sticks out to me that came to my mind first is I had an audition appointment for, it was a new musical um, called Soft Power. And mm -hmm. Almost like, I feel like my best auditions are the ones that I kind of like don't think I'm right for, or like kind of throw away like, oh, I don't think that this is anything. And mm -hmm. I went in and he, I just sang, I sang, he had me sing like three different songs from my book. And then he had me like on the spot do like the highest and the lowest notes of the part that they were looking for. It was like, it was, it's kind of an interesting show. I think it went to the public theater now that I think about it. But, um, and he like in that audition, like you can just tell when they really like you. Yeah. You know, and or that you're not that they like you, that you're kind of along what they're looking for. And he was like, Wow, that's the you're the first person today that has sung that the way that we like want it to sound. So yeah. maybe that one, maybe that one. And then I got a call back, but I didn't end up getting it. I think that one, um, dance. I had a really good audition for when I did hairspray. That was like, I left and I was like, I really, I think I did all I could. And I, yes. I you know. <laughs> that's like the best feeling when you know you like prepared as exactly much as you and and there's nothing yeah. and you I've given everything and there's nothing more I can give you and if if it's a no yeah. then I'm okay with that no because I won't beat myself up about it because I know yeah. that there's nothing more that I could have given you exactly exactly that's I think that's the key and yeah, just being prepared. Anytime I go in and I'm like, I know I couldn't have prepared this like anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that's always yeah. Yeah, you just put it all on the table. It's not in your hands after that point. <laughs> I love that you said that, um, because it triggered a question in my head. When you said that what you for you, your best editions are the ones where it almost sounds like you you put no expectation on yourself. Because maybe yes. it's like you're like, I don't actually know if this is right, but I'm just gonna give it a try anyway. So it's almost so you don't put that added pressure on yourself. Like, like I think it's I different, you know, I think it's different if you're going to audition to be like the alphabet replacement. Like everybody wants that. Right. You know? But if you're just yeah. going and you're just like, it's a new, you know, something new. I'm not really familiar with the show, yeah. but it's fine. Um, so when I think when you have less expectation on yourself, it's a better I, I think you, you're more you. Yes, exactly. I think when you kind of yeah take the pressure off of oh this is like my dream. I almost think the better auditions, at least for me, are ones that yeah you kind of just think oh like cool whatever <laughs> yeah it's the same for me I've had yeah. the same experience where I um yeah I went to an audition and I didn't tell anyone I was going it was like, like should I be doing this anyway I'm just gonna go whatever what yeah. I got nothing I got nothing to lose whatever I'm just gonna go nothing to um, lose yep and and I I was like being kept like for the next round and the next yeah. round and the next and I was like oh my god Love and, that. you know so. And then I think towards the end, I was like, oh, I really have to now show what I can do because they've kept yeah. me through all these rounds. Anyway, the right. show never ended up happening. But for me, that experience ah. was so great because it, yeah. it almost, it, it helped my confidence as well. And totally. 
and it just so when the next time I go to an, an audition it's like do you remember that one where you got through all those runs and it's a pretty difficult show that I was auditioning for yeah um, so yeah. for me I always that's always in the back of my head like when I'm trying to when I start to self-doubt it's like remember that you got through almost yeah the, you know in fact all the rounds of that audition yeah. that's oh totally no kidding yeah that it's like sometimes just getting the call back is like what you mm -hmm. need to like kind of keep going even if you don't book it it's like just yeah. yeah the confidence comes from oh okay I'm doing I'm doing something right you know I'm in yeah. doing the I'm supposed to do yeah totally yeah. um oh. so we've spoken about you know the base edition and you spoke about um just you know being prepared what is your how do you prepare for an audition is there sure. like is there some, like I know for me I get myself with my vocal coach Let's go over the songs that yeah. I know it super well. Um, yeah. If it's a if it's a musical that has requires a lot of tap dancing, for example, I get myself into a tap class just to get ready. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Your face um, when I say tap dancing tap. is is my feeling oh my too. God. Scared. Tap, Scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Same. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I think everything you just said is kind of yeah. Same. Like especially if it's something like tap where. I don't feel so confident. I'll work yes. on you know, whatever as much as I can with that. But yeah, with music, especially, I always, 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 depending on what it is, I'll work with my, like an accompanist and just like mm -hmm. hunt through the music, make sure that I am music, like musically have it down. Yes. Um, that because musicality is sometimes what I struggle with because I don't read music really well. I hear it. Like I'm somebody who does it by sound much better. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's for me just, yeah, I work on the music as much as possible to feel confident in the musicality part of it so that when I'm in the room, I can just like truly be in the moment and act it and yeah. feel it. Um, so yeah, definitely that with dancing. Yeah, I'll go to, if it's a certain style of dance class, I'll go to a dance class in that style. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah. also like you, um, you know, saying to just make sure that you get the music down. Yeah. Um, because, you know, when you're walking there, the person who's going to be playing for you, um, you are, they are kind of, I think anyway, going to be wanting to, you to lead them, you know, they'll follow you, you know, obviously you tell them this is, you know, whatever, whatever you need to tell them before they play. But um, I think yeah. it's, I think it's, if, if you know your song, if you know your song very well, then you can lead them. Exactly. Exactly. You know? I think. And they, so, I think they they can kind of follow along if, if you know it well enough. What was your worst audition that you, oh, I had? had a few, few doozies. Um, I think the worst one I've ever had. I mean, it was like I cried after. I was so mad at myself. Um, it was for a gentleman's guide to love and murder, and. It was for, it was an appointment for, it was like one of the chorus girls that she mm -hmm. like figure skates and then like drowns. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Yes, but she I, has I do. Like, I know the musical, yeah. Yeah, she has this very floaty soprano line and I worked on that music so hard, so hard. <laughs> and I got in there and I just, I flopped. Like I just <laughs> completely flopped and it was 
so embarrassing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I look like the girl that like didn't prepare. And I prepared so hard. I just like got nervous and like messed up. Like, and it was in front of Peggy Hickey. She like choreographed, was it Anastasia? Like she's like, so like in the LA theater community, she's like the one you want to work with on a show. Yeah. And I've been in callbacks for her before. And I was like, oh my God, it was just so embarrassing. Cause I was like, I wanted to do really well for in front of her. And it was just like, oh, it was awful. It was just, I went into my car and like cried after. <sighs> no, it's, and it was one of those things too, where I knew that I wasn't like my singing abilities just weren't perfect for that part anyway mm-hmm. so I have mm-hmm. I it was just like bad I she, and I remember Peggy Hickey being like well you have the notes but <laughs> it was just like it was so embarrassing You're like, like it's fine say, it's fine Peggy just tell me I I, I got nothing it's I, okay. know. <laughs> I know I know I was like oh gosh but yeah that was probably my worst one I've had a few other bad ones but I think that was like my number one where I just was like mortified mortified yeah so uh, yeah you know speaking you know, you've just said like oh um <laughs> she was like you have the notes but um, and you know you don't get the job how do you deal with rejection Ooh, rejection no, we all deal oh. differently with it right and it's just unfortunately it's a big part of the game yeah um, I mean I say this in every episode yeah. I say it's yeah. part of this career it's part of this career you've chosen get used to it you know make your peace with it 100 percent um when I think like in my I have like I keep audition journals from like the very beginning when I started auditioning in New York and I think I went to 75 auditions mix of auditions and callbacks before I booked my first show in New York so like that just gives you an idea of like how much Mm -hmm. people are rejected um I, I don't know. It just depends. For me, I've been like devastated and like really sad for a few days over like a show that I like got really close to and like missed. Um, but I don't know. I think it's just surrounding yourself with like encouraging people, like having your yeah. people that can be there for you when you're just like bummed and get it. Um, and also knowing to that there's another audition around the corner and to just kind of keep moving forward and yes. get yourself like in New York after I'd like have a day a bad day of rejection or whatever didn't get seen for a show I'd like go get myself a cupcake <laughs> at Amy's bread that's <laughs> yeah. fine and that's I was like you fine. know what? I deserve it I worked hard <laughs> um but yeah I think just kind of focusing on the fact that it's just one out of the thousands of auditions or right. you know there's always another show like there's always yeah. going to be another show so and it's yeah. just it's not the show for you right now exactly exactly yeah um mm-hmm. so you you spoke about keeping audition journals. I love that you have that. Yes. Um, yeah. Do you ever refer to them before you go to audition and be like, oh my God, remember when I did that and I did that? I must remember not to do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, I've definitely used my audition journal, especially I'll write down what I wore, what I sang and who I auditioned for uh-huh. so that you know, if I am auditioning for the same person again, <laughs> I don't like wear the same thing necessarily, or maybe if it went well, maybe I will, or don't sing the same thing or sing the same thing if they liked it, you know? So it's, yeah, yeah. I've definitely referred back to the audition journal before. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a nifty, I recommend doing that for like anybody. It's, it's also just like fun to look back on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I like to journal. So yeah. 
I mean, it's yeah. the last thing I do before I, you know, put the light off at night. Just reflect on that. the day, like, you know, what did I do today? You know, five, you know, five things that I'm proud of today. And sometimes it's stuff like yeah. I got out of bed, you know? Right, right. Oh, especially I got out of bed and I, you know, I fed myself something that was nutritious, you know? So sometimes, yeah. and other times no, it's things that. like I, I booked yeah. a job. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to. I'm going to start keeping an audition journal. Just, you totally um, should. Yeah. It, it sounds like really, really an interesting yeah. exercise. Yeah. And it's, it's just fun. Like, I mean, I have my audition journal. I was looking at it before this, like from 2012, I was looking, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I did that. Like, oh, it's really, it's fun to look back on and it's a yeah. really great tool. So you for sure should do it. But it's also, it's, I think we so often forget to stop and um what's the word I'm looking for uh, mm. I don't know I can't think of another word but like applaud ourselves for what we have gone through and what we have yeah. done and yeah. what we have accomplished you know we I think Absolutely. for us for me anyway it's like I haven't been in this big budget Broadway style musical so therefore I'm I must be lacking and I'm not lacking nothing you know when I think about yeah you know I mean yeah. that's when you start to question like my ability and is this right for me but when I think about the auditions that I have done that I have been very successful in it's like yeah. actually it's just yeah. I wasn't right for that job at that time totally okay totally and like with big budget shows and mm -hmm. stuff like that like a lot of times it's just a matter of like getting your break so it's like not saying that people a part of the bigger stuff are better than you or more talented it's like you know where everybody's talent there's so much talent out there but some yeah. people just get a break at a different time you know so yeah but it's important to be proud of all of the work that you've done be sure. proud that's the word what did i say <laughs> applaud yeah it makes us it makes us proud of 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 what we have accomplished um yeah. we're so easy Perfect. to say Oh, you've done so well. Oh, my friend, I'm so proud of you. And we very rarely say, oh, Taryn, I'm proud of you. Taryn very rarely is proud of what Taryn has done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got you've to gotta applaud yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do you have a, a set, oh, how can I say this, a, a set list of materials that you use? Like every time you audition yeah. for a a comedy you use the same comedy song or yeah so I yeah I have my audition like we call it our audition book yes. it's just like a binder with all the yeah different cuts of music but mm -hmm. I like this is kind of embarrassing to admit but I've used like the same 16 bar cut for almost every single thing that I've booked <laughs> like it's like over hey, 10 years if it ain't I'm broke not, <laughs> Well, exactly. Well, and it's a song that you can kind of like tailor to what you're going in for. And I never got nervous, but I mean, I've sung other things, of course, of course. But yeah. like, I like looking through the shows that I've booked, I'm like, oh, I think my initial call for that, I sang the same song. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, yeah, if it works. But yeah, I do. But my book, I, I mean, I sang, like I have a legit soprano song that I kind of always use. Or I have a few that I, you mm -hmm. know, depending on what you're auditioning for, but yeah, I have a comedy, more comedy song. Yeah, I've got lots of different things. Yeah. Omi, have you ever had an audition that was so bad, so bad, that you felt was so bad 
and then you booked the job. But I, know, yeah. and it's it's so bad that it's, yeah. that you walk out of there laughing because you're like, what what was that? What was I thinking? Why did I? Why did I? What? <laughs> there haven't been many times like that because usually when I think it's bad, it was bad. Um, <laughs> but actually, now that I think about it, when I booked um, Beauty and the Beast, I did Beauty and the Beast two times, and the second time I did it uh, was actually in Alaska as well. But I actually did not feel good about the dance callback at all. Mm-hmm. And I actually left because there was another callback in San Diego that my friend and I were driving down to get to. And I actually left the Beauty and the Beast callback early. <laughs> like they, I made it through the dance cut, which surprised me because I didn't think I did my best. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I actually, now that I think back, you know, like in a dance call, they tell you where to stand, like, yes. you know, down a place. I like stood in the wrong place and the director was like, you're in the wrong place. Like, it was just like that. It just wasn't great. And I left thinking, oh my God, that was kind of rough. And I booked it <laughs> and I, I, I like left the audition early too and didn't get to sing again. So I was like, there's no way, like I kind of put it out of my head, but then I got an offer call and I was like, are you serious? Like I genuinely was surprised. I was really surprised, but it worked out. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Alaska. Now I know that you have performed yeah. in Alaska. Yeah, I have. Yeah. How, tell me about that experience for you. It was, I mean, Alaska is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, both times I was there, the first time was Beauty and the Beast. The second time was with Little Mermaid. Yes. Same, it was the same production company. And we um, rehearsed in LA and then flew up to Alaska. I think we were there almost like two and a half, maybe three weeks or something. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, the, if you've ever been to Anchorage, the, what's it called? The concert, Anchorage Concert Hall, I believe is what it's called. It's beautiful, like beautiful, okay. beautiful space. The staff that work behind the scenes, they're just amazing and really beautiful. Um, Anchorage is a really, like, I don't know if I could live there, but it was always really fun to visit. There's a really awesome bakery and like a, a bunch of us would like rent a car and go hiking. Mm-hmm. So that was really it was really fun really really fun but kind of random but so fun <laughs> yeah I would never yeah. um, uh you know I, I I always assumed that Alaska had a, a cultural um yeah sector you know you I mean of course they do yeah. um I just I just I don't know I just never thought that it would be on the scale right. that it is uh, right. And I think because, I mean, I could be totally wrong on this, but I don't think there's a lot of big theaters in Alaska. So mm-hmm, I think Anchorage, mm-hmm. like I know some of the tours, the national tours go to the same space in Anchorage as well. So okay. I think when things happen there, like a lot of people mm-hmm. come to see it because I don't think there is that much in Alaska. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but I think that's kind of the case. So yeah. like we'd have like packed houses, which was so fun, but yeah. Yeah. If yeah. any of the listeners has more info about, you know, the yeah, theater world in Alaska, let us know. We'd love ah. to, we, the more we know, the better equipped we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to ask you, when you audition, because you, you've done shows that are very well-known shows. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, Cabaret, uh, Hairspray, Chicago, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, when you audition for those in your preparation for those big name shows, um, mm-hmm. do you, so, you know, you're working on the song, you work with your vocal coach. Okay, great. But do you, do you ever like sit in like YouTube 
uh, clips of <laughs> of productions of that or listen to like the cast recording of that yeah. or, uh, particularly if you yeah. get a callback for a big name show sure is that yeah. is that something that you do that's a good question uh yes with mm -hmm. the cast recordings if it's for if i'm called back for a specific role i try to not listen to like for instance just like as an example um like roxy in chicago right um i wouldn't want to listen to like the cast recording of like her specific stuff too much because I don't want to get another actor's choices Correct. in my head. Correct. So right. yeah, so yes and no because I think I mean I just like love some of the bigger stuff. Like I mean the Chicago movie is excellent. So so I just like love yes. just watching that anyway. But in preparation, I try to kind of make my own choices. But yes. but yeah, but like hairspray that music is so fun too. It's like yeah. you know it's just listen to but yeah leading up to the audition I try to just kind of yeah listen to what I've worked on with my vocal coach mm -hmm. um and you know so it's in my head as my own and not like who has previously done it if yeah. that makes sense so yeah for, and I feel the same way I also I I'm not there to copy what another actor has done I yeah. have to I have it's my interpretation it's 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 how exactly. I would do the role um exactly. so exactly. I know that so of course these big shows we I'm we're familiar with you know I know how um, maybe mm -hmm. this time sounds you know how it sounds you could sing it yeah. in your seat everybody knows how all that jazz sounds so I don't think that that's uh, something that I would have to go and listen to a recording of or watch how someone I think I could just take that music straight to my um, you know my singing teacher and we could work out the kinks in my voice and figure it out like that. Oh, you um, want to do it. Yeah. Right. If it was a show that I was not familiar with, I think I yeah. might listen to a cast recording just so 100%. that I um, just so that I understand and follow along with the sheet music just so that I understand. Yeah. Uh, because like you, um, I read music, but I, 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 I um, mm -hmm. it's easier for me when I hear it. Same. You know what same, I mean? Like same. I, um, yeah. it's uh, because I, it's so funny how mm -hmm. I'm processing that I can't describe it, but when I hear it, it makes images in my head. So then I know that when I hear that note, this image comes, which, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's just weird. No. I can't describe it. But, no, um, oh, I totally. So, yeah. so if it's, a, if it's a musical that I'm not familiar with, like I know that you were in The Wedding Singer. Yes, that's not yeah and the wedding mm -hmm. singer is not a musical that i am familiar with i mean i i think i've maybe heard mm -hmm. like one or two songs from there i really yeah. just i was just never interested in it you know and it's so really, yeah yeah some um, of the music is fun but yeah i listened to that cast recording mm -hmm. a bit more leading up to rehearsals just because i same i didn't know it as well yeah. um but i worked same with that for that track i was holly I worked on, I went through all the songs and got a clean recording of just the accompaniment so I could yes. work on it my, yeah. Exactly. My, yeah. So yeah, so I yeah. would, I also just, I just need to hear it once just so I can know what it sounds yeah. like. And then when I go with my vocal coach, he, I will, he plays it and then I, you know, record it for me and then I yeah. can work on it without, and then, then I feel like it is my own. I'm not, I'm not trying to be, you know, Cheetah Rivera or Liza Minnelli doing something, you know? 100%. You know, now that I think about it, but when I was going into my callbacks for Disney mm -hmm. Cruise Line, 
I did watch on YouTube, all of the shows are on YouTube. So I did, now yes. that I think back, I did, I did look at, just so I knew like in case they gave me something random, which they did, I had an idea of like yeah. what, what, you know, the overall like shows looked like. So yeah. yeah. And again, that's because it's something yeah. that's not familiar to you. Yeah, yeah. Like you the know? Golden Mickey, remember I watched Golden right. Mickey? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how I work. And it sounds like you work, yeah. um, like, yeah. you know, very similarly to me. Similar. Lizzie, um, tell me, what has been for you the best audition advice that you've ever received? I would say the best advice is to be, it sounds very boring, but to be yourself. Um, uh -huh. At the end of the day, that's, they just, I think it's so important to just be yourself um like the times that I've like gone into something that I don't feel is like something I'm right for and I put on the clothes to try to be like kind of more in that world yeah it, it just never it never works out um mm -hmm. and, and you never know like sometimes you could think you're not right for something and you go in and you're exactly what they're looking for but just in a different way so I don't know I just think it's to be yourself and yeah. At the end of the day, like I've been told you want to win the room, even if you don't like book the job, you want to win the room. And I think, yeah, yeah, just being yourself. And like we talked about before, like being as prepared as you can be for with the material. That's yeah. to me, that's like the best, that's probably even better advice is just to always prepare as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. And be yourself. Yeah. Very, very good advice. Okay. Yeah. Now, I know we've spoken about, you know, auditions in the theater, because that's yeah. mostly what, what you've done. But I do know that you have appeared, <laughs> you know exactly where I'm going with this, that you have oh, appeared God. on a reality TV show. Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. And now that reality TV is everywhere, mm. please tell the panel about your experience on this reality TV show. Oh my what was it called? What did you have oh to do? Tell oh me gosh. everything. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I have always been a fan of The Bachelor. I was not on The Bachelor. Um, I shouldn't have started that way. But when I first moved to LA, I just on backstage or something, they were cast, there was a casting for it just said new reality dating show by the producers of The Bachelor. So I was like, whatever, sure. And I literally submitted pictures of myself um, in my princess party attire because I used to do princess parties to pay my rent. Yep. And literally I sent in a picture of me as Ariel. Like I didn't put a picture of myself. <laughs> and the next day I got a call with a producer and then months later i mean casting for reality tv is like no joke it was crazy but i didn't even know until like the week of filming like what the show was they didn't they kept it like really like under wraps and it was love connection <laughs> the root of love connection so embarrassing with um andy cohen was the host which i love him yeah we love um, andy cohen love andy we love andy but yeah it was the premise of the show was like three there were like three suitors I guess you can say and like one guy or girl and then you go on the like a blind date and then in the live show you kind of like talk about the date and then he or she chooses who they want to go 
on like a second date with. So that's kind of what that was. It was a very interesting experience. <laughs> it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. <laughs> Reality TV is not my cup of tea. <laughs> Two questions. One. Yeah. Yeah. So is this available on YouTube? Like if I Google. <laughs> I actually, I think it is. I, I'm not quite sure if it is. It's this on my list. Like, YouTube love connection. <laughs> so embarrassing. I mean, it was so embarrassing. Um, yeah, I think that it is on YouTube, but I don't know if like the full episode is, um, cause I've had other people ask me like, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's so fun. It was, what year was that? 2017. So it was a few years ago now. Okay. Um, but yeah, I wish I had known which show it was before I said yes. But it was, I mean, I'm telling you the process for casting yes. is crazy. That was my second question. What is the, 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 the process of casting for a reality TV oh show? Gosh. It was bonkers. So I had the first, like they called me like way back. Cause I think I submitted maybe in like September or something mm-hmm. and had the initial like chat with the producer. And then she passed me on to do, it was like a FaceTime interview with a different person. And then like a month after that, I mean, it was a very slow process. I want to say like a month after that, I had to fill out like some sort of questionnaire. I had to do like a psych questionnaire, like to make sure, you know, and then, and each time I did each step, I was like, I don't even know if this means anything. Cause I wouldn't hear from them for like weeks after. And then eventually I had to do, um, I had to get medical, medically tested. Like they took my blood they I, I, it was God. like I think because of like I don't know if I can say STDs and stuff because right. it's a date yes. so I, I'm assuming it's something like that <laughs> um but it was interesting because the place that I went they also did the medical testing for the bachelors so okay they were like the nurses that like were doing my testing were like oh like if you don't do this you should do the bachelor and we were talking at the time I think <sighs> Rachel Lindsay was going to be the bachelorette. And oh, I was like, yes. oh, they like talked to, they were like, oh yeah, when she came in, she was so nice. And that's the first bachelorette season. Oh no, was she oh. on the bachelor? Or before she was the bachelorette, she was on the bachelor. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was the was first the- bachelor season that I had ever watched. Cause <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was in, in South Africa. I don't, it wasn't like a thing, but when I, when I, was in, when I moved to the States, it was like, oh my God, this, this show is like it's a, it's like a, yeah it's like an institution here you know so my monday nights very quickly became bachelor mondays bachelor monday yeah anyway yeah so the casting process was weird i mean it's just i what i'll say about reality tv for my very tiny tiny experience is it's very i wouldn't say it's fake or scripted but it is manipulated they do try to get you to say things on camera like we had to oh I hated it I had to like I met the guy I was going on a date with and I had to within five minutes like go on camera and judge his appearance on a scale from one to ten and I was like I am not gonna do that like that's so shallow like it's what's on the inside that counts and they're like no but like for the show you have to and I was like oh so I just it was just like not for me I feel like I don't think production like loved me because I was like not just doing whatever they wanted yeah you have a microphone on the whole time you're like anything you can say can be strewed against you like even yeah. in the clip that I was on they like mixed up my words like I the sentence that they had on the commercial was like not what I actually said it was like piece two pieces of different things put together it was very interesting I was like huh mm-hmm. interesting 
thing. But anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, that does sound like quite the experience. <laughs> it was. I mean, I'm glad I did it. It was an ex- a life experience that yeah. not many people have. <laughs> it was weird, though. What, you know, whenever you can learn a lesson, you'll take the lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I, I ask my guests two questions at the end. So, you know, we're done with the, with the work stuff. Let's just have some fun with these two questions. The, the question is, who, in your opinion, was so perfectly cast in a role that even if they mm. redid it every year for the next 100 years, it would never be as good. No other person would be as good as that one person in that role. That's a great question. Um, I would say and you could do film. Patty Lapone. Oh, go, oh, go, oh, go, okay. Go. You could do film or theater, but go, go. Finish, finish Patty yeah. Lapone, yeah. Yeah. Patty Lapone as Mama Rose. I think that's like her role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patty Lapone as Mama Rose. Yeah. Okay. I think that's like such a perfect, perfect casting. Yeah. Yeah, so that's theater. Film, I don't know. Film is trickier. I don't know, because there's so, oh, there's just so many. I don't know. What do you, well, what's I yours? Could, um, gosh, uh, there's just so many. <laughs> you like there's got me. so many. For the there's theater, so let me think for the theater, for the theater. Um, you know, for movies, I, you're going to laugh at me, but... <laughs> I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic is like, he's perfect. Like that's, maybe that's mine for that. I'm I'm actually shocked at both your choices because I thought for sure that you were going to throw like Audrey Hepburn at me. I literally, that was (laughs) in my head. I was thinking Audrey Hepburn in Funny Face, but I think that's kind of a bias because I really just like, that's probably one of my number one favorite movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know Audrey, Audrey and Roman Holiday, Audrey and all of her movies. She's like so perfect. I don't know. But I don't know. Wait, what was yours? Do you have one? Um, I think in the theater, it would be, um, I think Bernadette in Sunday in the Park with George. Oh, yeah. That's so because good. It just. Yeah. It, it, oh, it, so good. The way I, I, I can't. I don't have, uh, I don't have words to. Yeah. To, to, to yeah, say, I agree I, I with you. On that. Uh, yeah, I, I got no words. Um, uh, um, but also yeah. Elaine Stritch in Company. Oh my God. Ooh, yeah. Well, see, there's just so many good ones. Yeah, there's but I so hear many you. I ones. hear you. I hear you. Um, in film, I don't know about film. Um, no. If there's anyone that is so good that, that do you know what? Like, I, don't, I don't know oh, if. You know, now I'll here the other thing that came to my mind i saw oh, did you hear eliza barton yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um i saw philip seymour hoffman in death of a salesman and oh, that, that was well i've never seen him do i've seen, oh, I've seen death of i've never seen him do uh, i maybe should have said well i don't know like that role was so perfect for him and oh it's so mm-hmm. tragic that he's no longer yeah. um but yeah that's the other one mm-hmm. that came to my mind after but Patty Lapone, I still stand by that. Okay. Oh yeah, you were saying I'll take it. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know about film because it's this. No. There's just so so much. I can't think of. Like I don't even. I'm not somebody who has like a favorite movie. 
in that in the way like I have a favorite book or I have a favorite musical. I don't have a favorite movie, you know that. Although you yeah. know, now that I think about it, the casting yeah. for the first Wives Club was oh yes genius. So good, so they, good. They could really make that movie, but those three women in those three, it was just, it's just so perfect. 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 Yeah. Oh, perfect. I love Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton's so good. I, your video, you did a video. Yes, the, I did a TikTok, yes. yes. With my mom so and sweet. my sister. <laughs> yes, oh, I loved it. It was so cute, so cute. Okay, our second question. And again, I think I know what you're going to say, but... I, I don't okay. know. Okay, the second question is, if you okay. could play any role, male or female, in the theater, what Ooh. would it be? Okay, so, ooh, I'm currently, okay, right now, I would say, <laughs> right now, I would say Kay Howard, Catherine Howard in Six, the musical. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm really, I'm really, like, I'm actually trying to learn the music. Like, I love it. I think it's so beautiful and it's very girl powery. Um, yes. But I mean, oh, okay. Louise and Gypsy would be like okay. I just, the acting scenes between her and Mama Rose are like yes. Oh, I, like that's a dream role for sure. Uh -huh. um, and I've already played it, but I would like to do it again. Is Sally in Cabaret? So okay. I See, you 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 shock me. What were you going to say? What did you think? What did you think? I, I was a hundred percent certain you were going to tell me Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady. <laughs> was, oh my gosh. I mean, that would be so fun. I was, but... I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> Am I? I like the, I, yeah, I don't know. It, oh wait, I don't know if people know, but my dog's name is Eliza Doolittle. Yes, that's what you can hear barking <laughs> yes. in the background. Eliza yes. Doolittle. Yes. She's very She's, cute. It, I mean, it just fits her so well, her little personality. But, yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I for sure funny. thought you were going to give me a, an a yeah. Doolittle or a, or, a, or a Millie from Thoroughly Modern Millie. I just, Ooh, Millie's so fun. Yeah, But once again, I I'm not you a would, I think I think you would be a good Millie. I think I would be able to sing it. Like, I think singing it would be great, but... Mm -hmm. Tap dancing, once again, is not my forte. <laughs> you can ask anyone, any of my audition friends. It's not, I am not good at it. <laughs> I've tapped in shows before, but to be yeah. like a lead having to tap, I think someone else would be better. <laughs> but I do, <laughs> oh, the, the Millie music is so good, isn't it? So Ugh, good. I love, I love, I love it. I was in college. Oh my gosh, I listen to it constantly. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it's such a, it's such a um, fun show. It's so fun. Like, the so energy fun. is a really fun energy. It's the perfect music. Like, it's just a perfect musical for the stage. It's, oh, it's mm, so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, what about you? What are, do you have, what would you say? Well, I always say anything, like, by Stephen Sondheim, how I'll be the tree in the background oh. of the, of the painting that George is painting. That's fine with me. Oh. I'll just be the tree That's standing right. there, you know? Oh, but yeah. just, um, Steve, Stephen Sondheim's music just... Sends me into another dimension. The lyrics, the just everything. I, I, again, I, oh. I, I can't. I can't. I don't have words. It's just. It is so um, human. He writes. So yeah, and and it's so relatable. And he, and at every sort of crossroad oh. in my life, event in my life, there has been a Sondheim song to accompany yes. that. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. So if I ever wrote like an autobiography. 
I would have to put a, have to give a disc of sometime songs and like, when you read this chapter, play this song. When you read this chapter, play that song. But I would love to play um, Reno Sweeney in Anything Goes. It's one of my favorite musicals. So I would love to do that. Oh, that would be so fun. I mean, like when I'm in my 70s, they should cast me in the revival of Follies so I can do the mirror number. (laughs) Oh my gosh, beautiful. Wait, did you post about that recently? I knew it. I was like, this is fresh in my mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So good. Wait, so what's your favorite? Is Sunday in the Park with George your favorite Sondheim? Um, no. I think Ooh. Company is my favorite Sondheim. Company? Yeah. I mean, they're all amazing. Yeah. Uh, um, no. A little well, when I think of Company of Sondheim, you know, where he did. But the very first yeah. Sondheim musical that I ever... Uh, was um, I didn't see it, but I saw a song from it. Was um, was Gypsy? Ooh, yeah. So I um, so that's the first time that I was introduced to Stephen Sondheim's okay. work. Was was, was when was doing Gypsy. Um, well, not when I did it. Was when I I had seen um, them perform a song from there. And yeah. but yeah, I think Company. Mm. Uh, and I, th- I think it's just in the last, you know, four or five years, company has become, and I think it's because the older I've gotten, the more I have started to relate to, uh-huh. to the, to the story, to, totally, yeah. you know, to the, to the songs. It's, it's somehow, it's affected me more now than it did when I listened, you know, when I was in college. hundred percent, hundred percent. I completely get that. Completely again. Wasn't there on Broadway before the shutdown? Wasn't yeah. there a revival with with Patty? Wasn't yes. They, like the role reversal kind exactly. of thing. Exactly, yeah. and I love that that Bobby is now a woman because yes. it, that for me it's like oh my god that is well, that is yeah. that is me I, I that is me I am her Bobby is me. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe surrounded by them. these couples yeah. you know all my friends are married or. Uh, or Amen. in long-term relationships, and I'm, you know, Jane no Here. mates in the middle, like, hi, Girl, <laughs> like, I'm good wheel, you know, so I completely, oh, yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, so well, company is definitely the one that, yeah, company, yeah. so good, so there's good. just so many good songheims, like, it's, not one is bad, <laughs> yeah, um, I saw, I saw a little night nice music with Bernadette and Elaine, <gasps> me too, Oh. Me too. We must have been in the city at the same time. Yeah. I, oh. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't breathe. Send in the cloud. Clowns was like, I, I mean, I'll forever remember seeing Bernadette do that. It was it's beautiful. Just, it's, it, yeah. yeah. It's, um, yeah, I just, you, oh. can you tell that I have no words? Like when I speak about, he's such a master. Yeah. I just have no words. Like I've run master. out of all, any and all English. Just, I've run yeah. out. I don't have words to. Yeah. And was that, now that Same. I think back, was that Elaine's last show? Yeah. We saw her last show. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I remember watching her and being like, this is special. This is something special right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, she, I, I yeah. can't. No words. No words. <laughs> I, th- I think anyone and everyone who knows me knows that my love affair with Elaine Stritch is Love her, fierce, yeah. fierce and forever. <laughs> oh, she's one of a kind. She, I love her. Just, just. She's the, she's the best. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, we're such oh, nerds. I love it. I love that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
to like talk about the royals and the theater and it's great i love oh that oh my gosh so, so rich so rich <laughs> um lizzie yeah. thank you so much for chatting with me today um before we go tell everyone how they can stay up to date with with everything that you're doing and please tell us about these cakes you're making and how we can follow your page on instagram she does make really really beautiful cakes if you're in south carolina you need to get your hands on some of these cakes they are beautiful you're so sweet you know baking is just it's such a good creative outlet in this mm -hmm. time um but yeah my it, you can just look at my insta if you want cake inspo <laughs> it's fairy cakes <laughs> two and three um but yeah it's just it's super fun um but yeah instagram i guess to keep up with what i'm up to yeah <laughs> so fairy fairy cakes two one three is for the cakes yeah. And then to see Lizzie and lots of content of her cute little Eliza Doolittle. Eliza. <laughs> Bell 213. I'm like, is that my Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Bell yes. 213. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you guys want to keep up to date with the podcast, we are on Instagram too at Hope I Get It Pod. I'm on Instagram at Taryn Stain. Taryn is spelt with two R's, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, keep up to date with us. Uh, thank you for listening. Please like the page, rate the podcast, leave us a review, tell all your family and friends about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lizzie, thank you again so, so, so very much for joining thank us. You. And <laughs> thank you everyone for listening in. And I hope you'll join us next week when we get to speak to another guest. Thank you. Yay.